The following program may contain content that your kids would love to hear, but you may not want them to.
I've been walking next to you the entire time. <laughs> Finally, he went back, and I walked by the table, and I said, How are you, Don? Nice to see you. He said, Can't you see I'm eating, Frank? What are you doing? <laughs> Frank, what the hell are you doing? Hello, hello, hello. I'm Frank, remember? The results say that you, Frank, are absolutely not my father, but my father is a close relative, most likely one of your brothers. Dad has brothers? Hey, you know, I think I met the one that sells smoked sausage and razor blades out of the trunk of his car. Frank! Frank! My name is Frank. Frank! Yes, it is Frank, and I'm here with you. Okay? God, we gotta give him a cue! Nonetheless, and all the more, but I am here, and I hope you are within earshot, because this is Catolo Chronicles, and... And Dr. Popoli is with us, and just a little bit returning for your edification chose those words <laughs> I chose them carefully anyway in memorial let's move on to Weisscap from Hamlet the City, from Othello and into every bordello. It is I here and feeling well. And uh, okay, just not much explanation. I'm not going to go into this. It is maybe never. It is maybe never. <laughs> to start off a, uh, a show, a Catola Chronicle show, with an entire song of some sort, uh, as 
pretty much as the collage to open it up, uh, there must be something wrong. Wrong, not wrong, but I mean, it's a different way of opening it up. And I just did it, as I said, as I said, in memorial uh, to uh, to some uh, horrible news today. But I don't want to get into the horrible news. Uh, because if, if you want that, go, you know, listen to the regular news or, or just keep Fox on or listen to Sean Avenity or listen to or listen to uh, that other guy, uh, Krolik, what's his name? I don't even care what his name might be. But anyway, in any event, in all events, and certainly this event, my name is Frank Atoll, the man whose name adorns the title of the show, and I played Scatter Me for, hang on, a lot of people uh, have never heard that track. And I don't know much about it or where it obviously comes from England. And uh, uh, I, I thought I'd uh, give it a little bit of my time uh, out, too, for a personal reason. It's my show, after all. <laughs> Remember, it's my show. And uh, we're going to continue uh, this show and move on, just like we do, move on with life. And I'm going to give you a quote now, which will take us the rest of the way, and I hope takes you the rest of the way. Why don't you... Here's a guessing game. Let's play a guessing game. Here's a guessing game. Let's play a guessing game. It's a guessing game. Let's play a guessing game. All right. All right. Here's a quote. The quote goes like this. If you can't laugh, you just as well might die. You just as, might, you just as well might die. Yeah, I guess I wanted to use the exact words or what have you. Now, and there's this quote uh, that I'm sure... If I said, and I am said, saying, because this is a guessing game, who would have said that? Uh, what celebrity, what person uh, of, of, of papers, of film, of the stage, of the arts, of music, of any kind of music, who would have said that? You would say, I know some of your answers. You'd go, uh, George Carlin, because he did some. Uh, you know, uh, edgy, uh, more than edgy uh, material to make you laugh? Or how about, uh, uh, I don't want to go too far back because a lot of our audience might not know too far back. Think about it for a second. I'll take a drink of coffee over the lips, through the gums. Watch out stomach. Here it comes. And you too should get your beverages together because Dr. Bobley is coming and he doesn't take house calls. Oh, oh. Um, okay, let's say, who would you, well, I think Charlie Chaplin said that, one person would say. He goes, you know, here's a funny guy in silence, and then, and uh, uh, you know, because he didn't talk, so he has a quote. He's a quote because he didn't talk. Now, well, you might say George Carlin, you might say, uh, 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 <laughs> now I can't even think of people. I don't know. There's a hundred million people. Was it Bob Hope? No. Uh, and, and they say, oh, oh, some people just went, oh, Bob Hope. Was it anyone who's been on? Was it Ian Abramson? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not Ian Abramson. Other people who have been on this show. Was it Was it uh, uh, Biner? Was it Mr. Biner? Huh? No, was it Mr. Biner who's been on this show? Wonderful comedian. Was it anyone else you know? Was it, no, first of all, it was not a comedian. How about that? I'll, all right, now, okay. Was it Carl Sagan? No, it wasn't Carl Sagan. Was it... Um, who invented the, tele the the radio anyway? Was it Marconi? What was Marconi's first name anyway? I don't know. Was it Marconi? Was it Alphonse Marconi? I don't know. The guy invented... No, it wasn't him. I know. I know someone just said it was uh, Bungles the Clown no, or some famous clown. Who's the most famous clown you could think of at a name that you can 
name. <laughs> I didn't want to end with of. I don't know. It's terrible, but I refuse to be the jerk that I actually have been. I couldn't say am, see? Mm. Was it Tom Savino? No, it wasn't Tom Savino. Anyone else on this? Uh, no, no, it wasn't. Uh, that quote is from Marlon Brando, not the Brando who used to be on this show, Kurt Brando, rest in peace. You fall into that category too. We're always in mourning for Kurt um, in general. Marlon Brando, known for being a terrific actor and a whole bunch of things that we could talk about him um, because I just finished a biography. It was terrific. And I never would have thought so. But he said that because he meant it. And it's a simple little thing. It's, you know... You can't laugh. You might as well die because laughing does do medicinal things and physically affects your body and all sorts of stuff. So we're moving on, uh, taking our humor with us and uh, hoping that it catches on so that uh, some people will, uh, will continue to laugh uh, beyond that. Okay, so anyway, that's that. Let's move on. We're going to talk to Dr. Popel. We haven't talked about what we're going to talk about. And it wasn't on the blog. So you're just going to have to figure it out. Listen, uh, before I get to call him, I do want to mention once again, as I've been mention mentioning, as I've been mentioning in each show, uh, Wikipedia uh, is, uh, I'm now doing promotions from Wikipedia because I, I send some money and I want you to send some money. I don't care how little it is. I don't care how much it is. Much always sounds like a, a lot <clears throat> when you say much. You know, right? Uh, it's, it's much. Even if you put two, don't put two in front of it. Too much. How much is too much? How much is not enough? Wikipedia sent me a lovely letter when I gave them only $10. I know people who I know who wouldn't send me a letter or even return my call to say thank you. <laughs> and Wikipedia, but $10? Is that even worth the postage? What is a postage stamp now? It's expensive. These are good people. The Wikipedia Foundation. I know you're using Wikipedia. I know you are using it. And hopefully not as your first source, but one of your three sources that you should have if you're doing any kind of reports or telling other people things that is not misinformation. Wikipedia, you can get to the Wikipedia Foundation. You could write to them and give them any. They'll take anything. Really. And it's good. Anything. If they'll do this for $10, what would they do? They probably gave them $100. Would they drive to the house and, and bring me a crate of, of, of non-alcoholic wine? Hey, non-alcoholic wine is cool. I got news for you, uh, especially if you got gout. Gary Popoli was last seen days ago on... So anyway, get Wikipedia. How, what do you do to get to Wikipedia? Uh, you can go to Wikipedia, and they'll tell you how to, you can give money because all you people I know have your cash apps, your PayPals, and your pay apps, and your cash pals. And, so that, and you have ways of just giving that money like right away. I don't. I do have a PayPal, but I, I rarely keep... I, once it got down to the last dollar, I don't know. I just haven't done it. I've done all sorts of things. At the Wikipedia Foundation, you can get to them. They're in, uh, oh, she's going to give me my address. No, where are they? They are in Post Office Box 98204, Washington, D.C., uh, 20090. Those, those are zeros, by the way. So make sure you do that. Give them something, anything. Uh, more than what a stamp costs, though, because it's going to cost you a stamp. Oh, no, I said you're not going to do it by. No, you're not. I know, because everybody is up to date. Now, 
Uh, let me type a message here and see if no, uh, if Mr. Popoli is ready, because I told him to call him at 9.15. It is 9.15. And let's see, Skype, I don't know if last seen days ago means he's not on right now. So I will continue to tell you things until he comes on. Because look, if I if I, you want to know, you know what happens if I if I hit it, he might be no, because it's not he. Of course, uh, Skype. As you know, we've had lots of trouble with Skype over the past. How long? I don't know. Maybe no, not forever. Definitely not forever. But um, I wish I could. I hey, there's Garrick. There he comes. There's Garrick. There's Doctor Popley. There's Doctor Doctor Popley. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Probably not. Yes. Now? Yeah, I can hear you. You can? Yes. Why can't you hear me? Oh, he's having trouble with his volume again. Yeah, but what, hold on. I got some, something else is playing. Mm. I don't know what else. I'm, well, it's just me. It's only on here, me and you, right here on Catolo Chronicles. See what I'm saying? No, I don't hear anything but you. Okay, because I got a. You're on in the background. I'm on in the background. Want me to yell? Hey, sure. what else could be on? Who's invading uh, the uh, your your uh, your Skype uh, yeah. channel? Yeah, hold on a second. All right, I'll hold on because. How's that? Now I got you. You got me. Yeah. Oh. Always, I know. If you didn't, if you didn't call, and there was, if you called, then there was no trouble. That would be different. Um, <laughs> how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm as you, you well, know. We haven't talked in a while. Not online. We did talk for a little bit on the phone. Yeah, yeah we did. We did. And I but realized. How was your new year? It, it's still going on. It's new. It's a new year. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, how mean? about the first day of the new year? How was it? Does the first day matter? Because, uh, you know, once it happens, it's here. And then what? I mean, it's not like the old days. I used to work on New Year's Eve or I used to go out. Uh, mostly working in the past, you know, for right. my, my adult life. Uh, and uh, so, you know, uh, what was it? You know, what is it in what is it in a person? And I'm asking you because you're Mr. Psychological Behavioral science what is it that makes me want to stay up past midnight i mean no matter what i'm doing okay when i'm working i have to because it's part of the deal and i'm getting paid to but when i'm up and i'm home uh what makes me want to stay up past and see it uh, see what right <laughs> is, it, is that something uh behavioral see i think it's because you're conditioned okay i like that your that, conditioning. So you've probably been doing it for a long, long time. So you know when you when you hear it, that the ball's going to drop and the people are going to scream, and you, you stay up to listen to them. Not just that, but I I uh, I uh, I watch I watch up until then. You know, you get like two or three New Years because they do it in Australia. They show you Australia, right? That's right. Real. That's early. And then uh, and it's like. Like, why? What are those coming attractions? Nothing. What's going to happen differently when it clock strikes and likes midnight? Even in America, it's not even, all of America is not midnight. Same midnight. Right. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. My daughter was in uh, Scotland. Well, then it was five hours later at least, right? 
Well, ours was I five mean, hours yeah. later than hers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, ours was five. No, wait, Scott, no. They're five hours. Ahead of us. Ahead of us, right. That's what I meant. So it was already New Year's. Yeah. There. We're five hours behind them. Yeah, we're behind them five hours. It's that big ocean in between. I know, because, you know, I've been there, done that. <laughs> And you have been uh, been well and teaching and everything. Uh, you... uh, everything's going great. Everything's going great. I have no complaints. Well, we didn't talk about when we were on the phone. We just said, you know, well, you're going to be on and this, that, and the other thing. But we didn't talk about what we we're going to talk about. Do you, are you have anything special going on? Oh, listen. Well, always. First of all, you know, as always, I have all these new uh, developments Good. in psychology Good. that we can talk about. We need that, and uh, if and um, yeah, oh yeah, I'm telling you, the the research in psychology is going going overboard. Why? It's, it's, fabulous. it's fabulous. Why is it going overboard? Why is it so much more now? What, what what other tools are there that there weren't in the past? Well, well, there's more sophisticated technology, and one of these studies um, that they did the the technology, the PET scans. The um, what? The what? The PET scans, PET. it's positron emission tomography. Oh, oh excuse yeah. me, then I didn't know what PET meant. Positive emission, what? Posit positron emission tomography. <laughs> and and they take these really, really clear pictures. The problem was that you couldn't necessarily um, see a 3D version of what it was you were looking at. Wait, what pictures? What are they taking pictures of? It, this it is all statistics. Your brain, for example. Oh, the brain. And we couldn't see a 3D version of it. And so now someone has come up with an actual, it's called a pop stick. And it can actually produce a 3D image of the part of the brain that before we couldn't see 3D. So even though we had these clear pictures, we couldn't see them in 3D. Now we can. You know, I don't want to do this tonight. I mean, what we're talking about is fine, and we'll continue to talk, but I, I want to just thought of this now. Go ahead. I, I just thought of this now. So we're going to have to do another show on when you get some uh, data on this uh, artificial intelligent chat thing. You've read right. about it, right? We're going to have to right. talk about that, right? At, come on. Well, 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 here's what I heard. Oh, we're going to you talk know, about it now? Uh, of course, <laughs> of course uh, academia is a little bit worried about it. Yeah. Because the students would never, ever have to write their own papers. And most people don't want to be writers. It's exactly. Um, and so I, I heard a gentleman today say they've already developed an app that can um, turn that chap with a GPT or something like that. It can turn it off. And so you, and what that means, I don't really know. But it would be of no no use um to people. Well, let me if, let me say they, something. If you uh, if you download the app, you know I'm not Mister Technology. No, I know you're not. But let me tell you this much: you don't have to be Mister Technology to know that from the day this stuff started in its uh, internet web in its interweb, right? Right. From the day there were uh, there was a program or an app or anything that did something for you, there was a way of hacking it, killing it, moving it, <laughs> and you know ruining it. Right. Uh, so if they come up with something that stops it, there's going to be people who know how to flush that and breach right. it. You know, breach, right. breach. It won't be you and I, though. No, 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 no. Never. You and I won't be able to flush I'm it. I'm not even we'll going to have it. 
I, right. Me neither. I know. Right. I, I, you know. But um, I, I understand how. Uh, I'm hoping my students are listening. By the way, I did have to. I had to give a shout out to you know Miles, my buddy Miles. Miles is hey, how is he go? Miles to go before I sleep. Exactly, and his <laughs> and his friend Trinity. Trinity and Miles. That's right. Trin we were going to do a sitcom with them. I got to write this down. <laughs> right. I forgot it before. Miles and. Uh, Miles right. and uh, Trinity buy a stroller for their dog. Wednesday at 8 on Miles and Trinity. Miles. <laughs> well, and I sent an email to all of my students. Yeah. At, to You know, that if they were interested, they could listen tonight. You should never and say that. You I, should, no, no, I no. I go in the class tomorrow and I say, how many no. people listen? It might be one in each class, I think. Don't say if you're interested. That's a, you're giving them a pass to not do it. You got to say, listen, if you don't listen tonight. Right. You, you lose 100 points. Yeah, you lose some points. The next test you take, it does not matter how many answers you get correct. You it's zero. <laughs> then you'll then they'll listen and they right they, they, they will. Have to, or they will. yeah and just or just test them. Just hand out a bunch of piece of bits and piece of paper, and and say uh, name two topics I talked about on the world's first and still running internet talk show. That um, go ahead with Franco. Yeah. I mean, you know, Miles and Trinity are gonna need a gonna need a a, a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I hope I mean, Miles and Trinity are listening. Listening, they are. They're, if, two, they're two wonderful people. Okay, and I just want to say this to everyone else who's listening who is not Miles and Trinity. If Miles and Trinity is not listening, uh, Gary's gonna give you points if you snitch, snitch on him. <laughs> No, he's not going to. I don't like snitching. Don't do that. I'm sorry. But Miles and Trinity, remember you other people who are listening, who are, the people that Gary, doctor, excuse me, don't call him Gary, doctor, he earned the title, use it. <laughs> I think uh, that uh, if you're not Miles and Trinity, uh, then I want you to know that we'll mention your names too. If you, right, if they tell us, they say, hey, next right. time you're on, why is it always Miles and Trinity? You know? Right. Uh, right. Uh, then, you're uh, right. So, and then say, you know, he'll mention your names. I'll, and I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll do a coming attractions to your show. Right. I will. They should tell them that. Okay. I might even have you come to class one day and be that, a guest speaker. That would be terrific because I could teach, think of all the things I could teach them being the oh, uh, man of the world. Endless. It's endless. I am. Absolutely endless. I, I don't want them to have a uh, lesser opinion of you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the pet, and then we'll the, talk about yeah. the chat thing uh, some uh, right. you know, other show. But tell right. us tell us right. what's been going on out there. Uh, you mean in, in terms of psychology? Yeah. No, in terms of duck hunting. I don't do any duck hunting, but... <laughs> but um, yeah, but you're a doctor, so and you're not yeah, a quack. The, but the you're last not a... time I bumped, the last time I bumped my head, somebody said duck. Oh, <laughs> he's here. He's back. Go ahead. Yeah, well, you know what? You know what? Uh, you get. Uh, you're gonna get. Uh, we're gonna charge you for every bad joke. That's right. Especially duck jokes. We're gonna give you a bill. You are. You'll have to pay. Ah, uh, uh, on the front of my nose. No, no. We're gonna. I said we're gonna. Give me a bill. Yeah. Right. Go ahead. Right. 
That's like the lady that that every time she gets a a a, a bill in the mail, she throws it in the fireplace. Why? Bernadette. Bernadette. Everything. <laughs> All right. Miles, Trinity, stay with us. Don't run away yet. He's I going told, to. He's I gonna, told Miles. I said, listen, if you're still up and you're listening, make sure you text me. And hey, guess how many texts I have from him? None. None. Hey, uh, all right. Well, you tell him that, you know, you tell him if you didn't listen. Don't don't say you shouldn't have listened and this like that. Say, you know, we talked about you for 15 minutes. You, Miles McCaffrey. What's his last name? <laughs> no, don't say his last name. That's not good. Right. Miles. Miles. <laughs> anyway, right. uh, you know, I used to buy my shoe at Miles. You know, there was a big... Uh, chain of shoe stores called Miles. Miles Shoes. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. You remember yes. that? In the East Coast, I guess. Right. Huh? And I can walk for miles. I can see for miles. Right. I'd walk a mile. I'd walk a, I'd walk a camel to see miles. <laughs> <laughs> we should be talking about Trinity, not miles, because, because let's face it, he's just no good. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go back to Pat. All right, which stands. All right, I got something interesting for the first oh, thing. Whatever, go ahead. Have you ever heard of dementia? Have you ever heard of? Isn't that an Italian song? Have you ever heard of dementia? I ask you. You know, have I heard dementia? What do you mean? Yeah. Heard? Well, okay. Well, heard of a, dementia? There, there's a there's a diagnosis in psychology, and it's called behavioral variant. Frontotemporal dementia. Hmm. Frontotemporal yeah. dementia. Yeah. Just think of it as dementia. Okay. So the, the, the same kind. We don't have any clear understanding as to why dementia occurs. Uh, you know, everybody says, well, it's aging and, you know, yeah. it's a brain wearing out and, you know, all this stuff. Or, um, we're losing our memories or whatever. Right. Well, they did a study and they found out that the people who are diagnosed with this behavioral variant front temporal um, dementia, by the way, one of the symptoms of that is you you, you can't control your behavior, right. and right, and you can't cope with daily life, and you just you're out of control. So they thought, what causes this? So a couple of neuroscientists have come up with what they think might be the answer. And it's a cerebrospinal leak. A leak? What is it leaking? Well, obviously it's leaking. You, don't you, don't you, obvious me. Obviously, I mean, what's in the brain? Obviously, leak? it's is leaking. There... It's spinal fluid. Okay. And and here's the here's the one problem now. The problem is that it does. If you if you were to X-ray someone's spine with this in their brain. You can't necessarily. You can see it if it's kind of a, a you know, a, a leak that's that's obvious. But what happens sometimes they say is that when it starts to leak, it actually leaks into a a neuron or a nerve, and so it's more difficult to pick up. So if they can figure out a way to 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 find this leak once this diagnosis is given to someone. They think that they would be pretty successful at, at curing them. They could see in a uh, some kind of a scan. They could yes, see yes. something dripping inside the brain. That you're telling me that. 
Yeah. Something or in your in your spine. Well, if it's if it's okay, so if it's leaking because in, the spinal fluid, you, you know, obviously travels up and down. So obviously, and certain parts of your brain will not kind become an, activated. What kind of a nincompoop it? doesn't know that? Of course it does. It travels the spine. I didn't even know the spine had fluid. What is the what is fluid doing in the spine? Where does it come from? The, wait, does, wait, wait. No, you knew that. You knew that. No, I mean because, in general, yeah. what, spinal fluid. I would go. Well, there must be spinal fluid. Nobody talks well, about spinal fluid. How do you how do you test someone for meningitis? Well, personally, I don't. The last time I did, the police came. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know these. What's, You've what's, heard of a spinal tap. I've heard of Okay. Yes. My, and they you stick know my, a needle in your spine my and oldest, they extract my, some of the fluid. My oldest son had a spinal tap when he was younger. See? And See? I didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> what did you think they were, they were taking out? I didn't know they were taking anything out. I, for all I know, tap is 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 doc medicine doctor language for something. I don't know what a tap is for them uh, because you know they have their own language. Didn't I tell you that one doc? I went to a specialist, and in the notes to my family doctor, he said that I am a, a difficult historian. <laughs> didn't I tell you that? <laughs> And I went to my doctor. What the hell is a difficult historian? What I know, I know, I know. I can name ten, the first ten presidents, you know. And I didn't, you know, they have their own language, their own. So a tap to a, a, a doctor, a specialist, could a surgeon could mean something else. I don't know what that means. So they have, that's well, my defense. But go ahead. Well, what, here's what it means. A, you know, a spinal tap means. That they tap into your spine. Oh, hey, that. Thank you. I, thank you. I didn't have to look that up. They tap. Now wait a second. Why? Okay. Well, doctors use needles. Uh, is it a needle? If it what? takes. If is it some kind of a uh, of a syringe? It's a needle. Well, so it's a it's needle. Like, you know, like a needle, like you get a, a flu shot needle. Okay, they so it's a it. syringe. It's some kind of a syringe. Yeah. They. Well. They. Because if you tip, if you if you, you tap know, somebody uh, with a point, you don't get you don't get stuff out that just what you want out, right? No, right? No. You know when you get a flu shot, they stick the needle in you and they press the plunger and, and yeah, what's I've, in there yeah, yeah, that comes out. Yeah. Right. But well, that's if you take the, that needle the, and you put it in water and you pull that plunger yeah, towards you. Yeah. It'll it'll fill up with water. But when you say tap, you don't get the image of a. Uh, I didn't. I'm just saying. I just asking you. Is it kind of a syringe? A tap is like you know, you know when you you put a, ne a needle doesn't have anything in it. Just like a needle, a nail, and you you nail and then you hammer it. That's a tap. That's what it. So I'm thinking they put the. I don't know what I'm thinking, but I don't know how they get stuff out of it because how would you stop it? How would I mean? Well, here now. now <laughs> really? What do you say that? Yeah. Because when people get spinal taps, it basically is a hole in your spine. There is? It can leak. I mean, leak to the outside of your body, literally leak. And um, my understanding is that in order to stop that from leaking, they have to draw some blood from you and stick the blood into that hole. Until the blood acts as an adhesive? A, a, a coagulant. A coagulant. Yeah. A 
coagulant. Yeah. So there's two. That's my understanding now, but, you know, I've never done any spinal taps on anyone. Is there an agulant? Or, and if an agulant has a partner, is he a coagulant? Right, he's coagulant. agulant? I don't understand. What is coag? Oh, the word is coag. You've lent. I get it. So, right. Right. okay, so we don't really have to know that because it's not something you do at home. There's no home no. <laughs> spinal right. cord, right. spinal tap kit. You're a home right. kit. No. And, and it's, I've always been told by doctors that if you ever want, if you ever need a spinal tap, that there are people who are experts at it, that you will feel very little pain. But if someone has not performed many of them, you will be in excruciating pain. Well, excruciating pain is subjective. It is. Uh, okay, but uh, but what you're saying is, aren't you, on, when you get a spinal tap, you're not under any kind of... Uh, no. No, right, no, you can't. Not. Right, wow, you're not. My son, is, my son was brave, huh? Right. I tapped him. Wow, I'm going to ask him about that. Hey, yeah. you remember? Imagine that. Imagine if I if I say that, and he's been and he's been uh, re, uh, holding in all of this stuff, and then I, I what I do is I trigger some horrible thing that just makes him scream and yell for and 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 you know lunge at me because I I'm, I allowed him to get that pain. Well, well, I'm not gonna. That's that. Was that, it for his benefit? That sounds like science fiction, anyway, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back to uh, the, the. I know I asked about the dripping. Now I know this spinal fluid. Now that All I right. hear the term spinal fluid, I get you. I must have heard that before. You have. Okay. You so, have. Okay. You so have. once I now what they do is they get the spinal fluid. No, they know it's leaking. They know it's leaking somewhere. 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 Right. And they are having difficulty actually pinpointing where it's leaking, but. When they have had people diagnosed with this disorder and they have found the leak and repaired it, they, their behavior and all has kind of subsided. Isn't it the, almost cured them? I know you, you go through all this stuff and you read about it and you do it and you know, you know, you know this stuff exists and happens. Uh, and we all kind of know stuff happens that's weird in terms of how the brain works or correctly or incorrectly. But right. but do you ever uh, do you ever just uh, fascinate at at the fact that uh, the brain can convince you of something? Uh, I mean, the amazing side of it, you know, the, not the clinical side of it, the amazing side of it. Because you're saying that when people get to men, if you, you know anybody, you know, horrible to, to see somebody behaving like, like, uh, you know, they don't know what's going on. Right. Uh, and certainly dementia, right. when people don't even know you anymore and they're related to your whole bloodline, you know, all that stuff. Uh, isn't it amazing? Do you ever sit there and go, this is ridiculous? <laughs> I mean, well, it just amazes. Yeah. Well, you know, um, you can't do that because you're a clinical, uh, you're a scientist in a way, right? Right, yeah. right. So, uh, and yet... But, but, well, but, there's a but, I think. And it's, I still it's don't another, think... That's another specialist, but go ahead. I still don't think that we are... Um, very close to understanding what it does. Oh, okay. Now, and you know, um, you know, people say, 
that we only use 10% of our brain, you know, when I we're doing was, something. I, well, I, that's actually not I, true. I always thought it was three. Seriously. Everything in your brain is connected. So it's all. And everything's connected to some, something else, and everything is communicating with it. So, so your oh. entire brain is working all the time, except when neurons die. Or, or neurons become inactive. I think which, Tom Cruise again, is again. That's a theory of depression. I think Tom Cruise signed up for that movie. He's coming out uh, in a couple. He, when he neurons did. die, that sounds like a good one. <laughs> what? Uh, when? Now wait a second. Give me the neuron again. Uh, give me the a definition of a neuron. A neuron and a nerve cell. What's the difference between a neuron and a neuron? A neuron is the um, the basic unit of a nerve cell. A nerve cell is a whole bunch of neurons together. Mm. I confuse that with what my father used to call me. A moron. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, right. okay, well, go I, ahead. Go on. Go on with a little bit on the yeah. on the lighter side. But but wait, I want to hear that's it? That's it for the dementia? The dripping? Yeah, that's it for the dementia. The dripping? Well, I mean it's just you know it's just a, another finding in, in you know Okay. Right. All right. So how about this? They studied, I uh, forget how many people it was that they actually studied. And they found out that traffic pollution, uh, more specifically the uh, diesel exhaust, in a matter of hours, it can impair your brain function. Then, okay, now uh, just uh, give me impair brain. You're saying that, what do you exactly do you mean? Okay. Your brain stops? Again, your brain, everything's connected in your brain. Right. Everything's interconnected in your brain. It's like this, you know, it's like this huge, um, this huge maze of, of wires all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And what they found was, and again, they were using, um, I believe in this study, they used MRIs. And they saw that um, after just a matter of hours of people being exposed to this diesel um, exhaust yeah. that the the connections in their brain were decreasing in terms of communicating with one another. Did it you know, so it's it's uh, blocking or it's just making some of them like stop working or what? It's like inactive, yes. Inactive, wow. Yes, that's and not, and not you know we used to think that the brain was immune to all these exhausts and all of these. I never know, thought that. I didn't know and things, but now now they found that in this study that. Um, in a matter of hours, the, the diesel fumes can actually impair your cognitive functioning. Wow! Wow! Uh, and so, I thought driving. That's another, that's I thought driving. We have to get rid of. And these, I thought we have to move to electric cars. <laughs> and I thought driving in the rain was dangerous. <laughs> wow! That's. Right. Uh, Here's something else you might find interesting. <sighs> you know, last uh, not last year, but in 2018. They had, it was referred to as the campfire when, when so much of California was burning in wildfires. Yeah, I remember that. Right? So there were actually 239 square miles that burned. There were 18,804 structures that burned. And there were 85 people who were killed. Yeah. And what they found is that the people who survived this started uh the people that survived this had a 
significant increase in mental health problems. And they think it's because uh, they call it climate trauma. Yeah. Um, and they think, you know, because, you know, the fire is burning and the fumes and the smoke and the, that it literally um, it damaged their brain. Now, the fires mostly, tell me if I'm wrong, because this is, I'm just trying to understand this. The fires mostly burned natural things, didn't they? But mostly, I mean, 90%, maybe more of what it burned were trees and earth and grass. And, yeah, but. Well, what, 18, you know what? That's natural stuff. Why is that? No, uh, no, uh, 18,804 homes. Uh. Yeah, yeah, but compared, to, so there's like this, I mean, there's such garbage inside of this stuff that's burning that, that houses are made of that it uh, gets into the fire? Well, I mean, it goes into the air because... Well, you, you know, first of all, if we burned your house down, we wouldn't know what fumes were coming out of there. And you'd never walk again either, I mean. Exactly. Because I'd get you. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Wait, uh, okay. I am, and again, I'm just assuming this yeah. based on this study that from all of the smoke and inhaling the smoke and going through the trauma of losing your house and breathing this that it actually these people have suffered wow. not just from the smoke but the trauma of losing their house and losing their you know their cars and their possessions and all that they um these people are now suffering from more mental health problems than the normal person Mental health problems are ignited, in, uh, dangerously ignited, by outside influences and stimuli. In other words, what I'm saying is, if, if you have, emotions can't do what this poison does, right, from the outside, does it? Yes. In fact, what? in fact, there's a new study that says that extended periods of stress. Man is actually one of the the uh, causes of depression because stress lowers the serotonin neurotransmitter and people that have lower levels of, of serotonin suffer from depression so they found that people who are who are um, what's the word I'm looking for exposed to long periods of stress they measured the serotonin in their brain, and it's at a very low level. And stress is self-imposed, correctly? Am I correct? So stress, stress is something we do to ourselves. Well, it, or something, something that you can't do to yourself. You can't control the situation. You can't cope with the situation. Okay, so that, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. Right, uh, right. okay. That's uh, and and apparently, but and that would be different in each person because somebody right. doesn't care and the other one does. So that is self-imposed, right? You know. Right. Okay. And but does it's that? Also, it's also some, not necessarily something that, that comes on. It's something that that develops as a result of not being able to do something else. Right. And that's a, but that is that doesn't stop the uh, the network of uh, of communication in the brains. It just uh, throws it off somewhere, not well, like the does, poison. Does, you said the poison it, it, stops. You know, the, the, you know, neurons are not actually touching. They're not connected. And they have a little gap, uh, you know, in between the neurons called the synapse. 
And what allows um, an, um, an electrical uh, surge or an electrical transmission to occur is that when it gets to the end of the one neuron, it secretes a neurotransmitter. That neurotransmitter crosses over to the next neuron, and it continues on. They don't touch one another to pass on the electrical stimulation. It's done via neurotransmitters. That's why they're called neurotransmission transmitters. They allow for the transmission of neural impulses. And so they found that, and you've heard of, you know, you've heard of dopamine, you've heard of endorphins, sure. you've heard of, of serotonin, yeah. you, you've heard of all these. Yeah. Uh, they're all neurotransmitters. Uh, how many neurotransmitters do we have? Nobody knows. How many neurotransmitters does it take to change a light bulb? Right. Neurotransmitters. I love neurotransmitters. I'm a neurotransmitter fan from way back. I know. I got. I got. My neurotransmitters are friends. If you'd like me to do anyone out there, just send in. If you'd like me to do a TED uh, speech uh, on neurotransmitters, I'm there. <laughs> and I'll help you become friends with your neurotransmitters. This is the Catolo Chronicles. Dr. Gary Popley is back from, well, last year sometime. I don't know when, but he's been here for uh, forever, as we have, too. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I keep thinking, I don't know where these thoughts come from, and they're not stressful. Okay. But, um, well, I want you to go on, then maybe we'll just do a general talk. Go ahead. Well, well, well I've had a stress test. You? Um, I don't remember the last time I had a stress test. But you've had one. I think. Yeah. I think I have. Well, here's the thing. If your heart stops beating, they usually order one. <laughs> <laughs> but, and listen, we got a back order on the stress <laughs> test, okay? Can you keep that guy pumping? <laughs> Can you keep that? Just keep hitting him in the chest. <laughs> uh, do you know? <laughs> well, you know, they put me on that treadmill. Yeah. And after I was on it, I'm just going to say like, I don't know, five minutes or so. The the young lady that was running the whole test, she says, she's asking me, listen, when you think you want to stop, tell me about a minute before. How do you know a minute before? Guess what I it's said. Just, you just think. I, just, I should have told you a minute ago. Yeah, I know. I did that. That, that hit me exactly that way. <laughs> I was on some kind of treadmill when, you know, when I had the uh, foot problems, they didn't know it was gout. They wanted to, I got some tests. And I remember this test I was on where there was a grid. I was standing on a grid and I had to, right? I had to move on it. And it's, I fell. I mean, it was like, it was like, get the, I didn't know it was going to go that fast. It was like, hey, look out, you know? Now, I wasn't stressful when I got on it, you know? Now I'm stressful. But <laughs> there's oh. crazy stuff out there. And, yeah. uh, and oh. you know, sometimes, well, you know, sometimes the tests aren't very pleasant. You know what I mean? Oh, I do know that. Yeah. Yeah. I do know yeah. that. Although I've, right. I've well, had... speaking of a treadmill here, I have another one for you. Speaking of a treadmill, go. Now they only, they only did this study with senior women, 65 and over women. Yeah. Right. And what they found out is that if they, increase first of all the number of steps that they walk every day by uh, they they want you to get to 1865 steps right 
And if you can do moderate to between moderate and vigorous exercise for about 31 minutes a day, the exercise will lower your risk of dementia by 21%, and the steps will lower your risk by 33%. Hmm. How about uh, that? That's good, but I have a question here. No, you see, this is the way my brain works, and I'm and I I have to apologize to people all the time, because I anyway this is the way it works, and I want to, if somebody knows something I don't, and I have a question, I would like that person to find an answer. But listen to this: we automatically in our time, you said senior person, then you uh, specified sixty five plus, and I say to myself, in in seventeen eighty two. Did they consider 65 a, a senior? No, because people were dying much younger, uh, right? Lifespan was different. So you could be, a, was there a time when 35 was a senior, right? Well, there was a time when life expectancy was 35. And, and yeah. a senior was when you were 14. There you go. There you go. All right? right. So, but we do these things as if, and I, and then I say to myself, okay, I could understand that because time changes, technology changes, right? But, right. but the point is this, why 65? Did that have something to do with social security? I mean, where did that, when did somebody say the official senior age is now 65? Well, right. How? not necessarily, look, How? not necessarily social security, but definitely Medicare. Okay, okay, all right. So then right? we're talking about, okay, then that's Kennedy. We're talking about the 60s being uh, the beginning of uh, being seniors at 65. Right, right. right? Well, suppose, suppose all of a sudden the life expectancy improves to 140. It wouldn't happen all of a sudden, would it? No, it won't happen. <laughs> but suppose, you know, 500 years from now you live to 140, what's a senior? Exactly. Right. And someone would say, uh, what was the last? The last one was what? The last one was ninety uh, three. Subtract. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be a formula for it. You know, there's so much out there that we don't know that we accept, and that's why I've been doing programs. No, they're not programs. They're shows. I've been doing shows, sitting here for an hour and a half because I put all this stuff together. And that's why I love talking to you too, because I get all these things and I get to ask, ask these questions. And if they're stupid, you'll tell me, all right? But the point is this, here's the, here's the theme of the show. And maybe, maybe you, especially you, could be on an episode of this theme with me. You ready? Yeah. It's called, I don't know how, how anything works and neither do you. That... <laughs> Because here's the point, and it goes to the 65 plus thing, and that is this. We, there's so much we do all day, and we just accept things, right? Right. And we take, we get, and I gave the perfect example everybody can understand. Uh, you people who've heard this, so stay with us because you've got to have something, you've got to be thinking about this. You get into your car in the morning, you drive somewhere. You've learned how to operate the car, but you have no idea how that car works, do you? Do you? No. No. There's no. gas. Why is he get? Well, how come when I, then he has to go? How come when I run out of gas, the car doesn't go because of the spark plugs? Because of the filter? What is a filter? Why does the oil have to be filtered? There's so many questions. It drives you nuts. 
And you, you now take that and apply it to everything else. This is why I hate the doctor. I called him Dr. Footenstein because he was a foot doctor. And I despise this guy because when I ask questions or I say that I don't know, he's like, uh, you know, he's like, what? What? You don't know? You know, it's like, that's how I became a difficult historian. <laughs> and here I am with a specialist and I'm asking you questions and I want to know this, All that, right. and they well, don't know. Well, let me answer this first. So go I, ahead. Tell me some things. When you get in your car in the morning, now, you, you used to have to put a key in it. I, well, yeah, I do. I still I do. do. Oh, because you push a button. How's that work? the keys are in the car, you press the button, it starts. I know. You don't even know how that works. Yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah, I do believe it, and I want to know how it works. All right. Listen, so now, we've been talking on again, this. I know nothing about cars. You see? You see? Right. But I don't care how it works. So, so somebody else has figured that one out. That's a different area. Yeah, but then you have good ones. So yep. Wait, yeah, all like... I know is that if I press this button and start, I can go where I need to go. So you're saying that whatever it is we need to know, I'm not questioning that. I'm saying that I use the car as an, you know, but everything we touch, we know, what is this microphone I'm talking into? How does my sound, my voice go in here and you hear it and we don't even have wires? There's a right. wi the frick is a Wi-Fi all of a sudden. Where's a, what's this? Right. You see these right. pictures? You saw the, you saw the, uh, uh, where's the latest probe we have out? No, forget about the probes. They show you pictures now of real black holes, right? Right. They take pictures of it. Right. How did I do that? What the hell is that all about? I don't know, but that's, how can you take a picture of a hole? Well, I don't want I to mean, go. It's nothing. I mean, it's like you know, it's like a uh, big black hole. How is it a hole? Of these donut holes. What, you know what? It's not a hole. See them? They're holes. But wait a second. The other thing is this: if it's black, it's not a hole. It's filled. It's what? It's it's filled with black. It's not a hole. If it was a hole, you'd see right through it, right? Well, only <laughs> when it's not night. <laughs> you see, nothing works. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing, and then you know I don't want to. But anyway, you gotta you gotta come on. You could be the other, uh, you know, the other person who tells me how to calm myself down with this stuff because it's crazy. I am sitting at a desk. Who made this? How do you know? You know, I'm watching cowboy. I was watching these westerns, okay, and this like what you're seeing in westerns. There's nothing authentic. Right? Forget about the language, which has gone through the roof. They didn't talk like that. You know, they didn't talk like that. Then is everything else, right? They wore the hat. Why do they all wear the cow well, hats? What are they wearing hats for? <laughs> That's another thing there, right? I was I watched a movie a couple of weeks ago because uh, uh, I watched some. Well, old... I know why they wore hats. Why? They didn't have suntan screening. See, what is suntan screening? Who decided? How did he make you that? Know, you know what I'm talking I about. Know, I know what I'm talking about. You know, this... It, they and didn't it, have anything back then. It had an SPF. I saw a... Um, I was telling everyone, <laughs> telling everyone about this six or seven part series I saw on Netflix that was uh, um, narrated by Morgan Freeman and, and it was called Our Universe. Have you seen that? No. Uh, this is fascinating and it also drove me nuts. I was pulling out hair. <laughs> at the stuff that he was talking about coming from scientists talking about how the universe began and how we're still all connected to the sun. 
that the, the sun is shooting out stardust and all sorts of junk that is the same thing that is uh, helping uh, squirrels to stay alive. <laughs> I, I saw in the news that I forget what country it was that they're actually going to send a man to the sun. I know, but they're going to do it at night. Right. So he won't burn but up. Listen, That's an listen. old joke. Jeez, come on. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> Let me tell you the one thing that is, that falls in this category Go. that I absolutely, positively cannot wrap my head around. I have no idea how it works. Please tell me, because the scientist saying this is great. Go ahead. What? All right. A wireless printer. A wireless printer? Wait a yeah. second. You know, Okay. Okay, so now here's the thing. A wireless printer, not the 3D printer. No. Wireless. Wireless. It so prints. I have a printer. I have a printer. Right. All right, all I, I, all I do is plug the printer in, and then I take my laptop, and I go downstairs. I might be, you know, watching TV or sitting at the table downstairs. Yeah. And then when I want to print I print it, and upstairs in the den, the printer comes on and starts printing it. Well, there's like a well. There's a lot of wireless. I mean, you use a wireless mouse. I don't know why why it it works without a wire. Right. Do you? But my point is. Yeah. How does the file? Let's say you wrote a ten-page document. How does that get to the printer? And the printer know to print the ten-page document. I'll tell you. Because because <laughs> you don't know you don't know how anything works, and neither do I. <laughs> and vice versa. So when you're talking about these things, you know, it, it, my mind just works in such weird ways that I, I keep asking questions. And you know what it is? It's like remember the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the philosophy, the uh, the soul, what was it the soul mover, the original mover? What was it called? The the the, the mover, the the grand mover, no, the first mover. What was it called? <laughs> I'm not talking about global van lines here. I'm talking about the primal move. That's it. The primal mover. And and <laughs> what? No, I taught I taught my uh, oldest son how to how to uh, in theory prove there's a god. And 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 I know this is something you really shouldn't put on a kid who's like nine. But I wanted to show him how easy it can be. If you use the prime mover, the prime mover theory, okay, which is you know, uh, which is a, uh, a, it's a variation of what came first, the chicken or the egg, right? So you just All go, right. you just take anything, and for you know, you take the here's the the country of Germany, right? How did the country of Germany come from this, from that, from this, and you eventually get down to something that there's no answer to. This thing, and that, and that's what well, this our universe is happening what's going on out there is madness it makes you makes you know i don't know what it does to me but it's crazy uh and uh because there were things in this that i had hadn't even heard in simple terms and here's morgan freeman telling me about the uh the, the did you know the, the the core of the sun <laughs> there's a violent storm going on there it's a, you know first of all we know you can't live without the sun right right so right. and the sun's a star and there's billions of stars out there. Right. It's like you know. So let's not even talk about the trillions and billions. You can't even count them. They said it's more stars than sand on beaches. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but who who measured that? What is sand? What is sand? <laughs> you know. And then he's showing these things and he's talking about how animals have their ways of living. He was talking about 
penguins. How do penguins, a penguin get, one penguin gets another penguin pregnant, and then the male penguins, uh, penguins leave and go somewhere else, and there's thousands of them. They all go together. They never separate. There's no such thing as a solo traveling <laughs> the penguin. Right? And then the women all go to another place, but they know enough, for some reason or another, they sense, to come back. And you know what? The penguin finds the very girl penguin that he impregnated. How's that go? How does that go? How does that happen? Don't they have two tin cans with a string? Oddly enough, no. <laughs> Anyway, I didn't want to talk about this thing again. It's been driving me nuts. But the point is that, uh, that we, every day of our lives, and, and it's not even especially in this day and age, because we have all the technology. I mean, right? It's not just that. Because if it was 1800, and I had to go do a telegram, and they used Morse code, I'd be asking, how the heck did that sound <laughs> get over there? And there's never an answer. The answer is always... God in that sense, you know, in the sense of there's something so much, so big, or as Blaise Pascal said, it's so big, call it God if you want, but we have a finite brain and we're never going to get it. Blaise Pascal was saying to me, you don't know how anything works and neither do I. Now, I don't want to change the subject. You should, because I got back to this and I didn't I mean... I just got a text from Miles, he says... Who? Miles! Yeah, he heard us listening. To, he heard the part about the spinal taps. Yeah. And now he's listening to the part about the penguins. Yeah. But he didn't hear anything about him and Trinity. I. He didn't hear me do the uh, coming attractions to Miles and Trinity. <laughs> da, 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 da. This week, right. Miles surprised Trinity and brings home a litter of puppies. <laughs> da, 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 and Trinity is not prepared. Miles and Trinity, Thursday at 8. Now look, another here's another record. thing I want to tell you though. Go ahead. You know, we own. We I, I know this is a, a little bit. Uh, what's the word? Abstract. But they say that that the things that we are interested in are the things that we pay attention to. I like that. Right. And if you don't pay attention to it, it just kind of flies by you. Right. So, so there is someone somewhere who was interested in black holes and the sun, and they can tell you how it works. Just like you can tell us how to publish Molotov mem memoirs on blurb. <laughs> Right. Okay, because I don't know how to do that either. But so it all depends upon what your area of interest is and what it is that you pay attention to because if you're not interested, you don't you don't even care how it works. Yeah, well then what's wrong with me? What I'll tell you what I hate. What? Magic. Well, it's not magic. I know. It's a trick. But, right? but they call it that. Yeah. And, and when I can't figure out how they do it, you you, you say how you got stressed because yeah. you can't, don't know how it works. It bothers you? Yeah. I don't know. I can't stand it. Do you know you could research that and find out? Yeah. Okay. Well, you could find that out. Are you interested enough to find it out? 
It depends. I have other things. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. But we take, but a car, a car is something we use every day. We go 70 miles an hour in a car. It's a death trap. I know. I was almost killed in one. All this stuff. And we don't, you know, and it's like we don't truly know how it works. Go to the mechanic. He knows you don't know how it works. Now it works. He goes, why are you going to need a fabric in your, in your, uh, in your, your uh, radiator tube? Oh, no, I need a fabric? I would believe him. Why would I not believe him? But if I, and he's, meanwhile, he's going, yeah, it's going to cost fifty-three eighty, an inch. So uh, I, I know that there's too much, and I really don't have to be concerned, but I'm just amazed at how we adapt to stuff and this, I guess, is future shock. Is it future shock? Is well, it's it the uh, thing? adapting to things. That's a Piagetian term. That's assimilation. It's assimilation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I think that the, the, the dark side of that is the fact that people are uh, doing things like they're still making Westerns. That, <laughs> right? Listen, listen. And, and, you know, and I'm, I'm watching a Western, I swear to you, I'm enjoying this new Western, right? I'm not going to name anything, right? But suddenly, one of the guys... Yellowstone? No, I couldn't get, I couldn't get too, too far uh, with, because of a few reasons, but that's a whole other thing. Okay, but, well, uh, go ahead, all right. It, it's an Western, and uh, I'm watching it, and uh, suddenly, one of the guys... Older guy, no less. He's older. It's like the 1800s, and he's, you know, 70-something, which already he's beaten the odds, okay? Right? right. But then he says, he says to his the friend, goes, uh, where's your horse? And the guy goes, well, uh, the horse has gone missing. And I'm throwing, nobody ever said gone missing in those days. Where is this language coming from? He's gone missing. All of what do you? This guy goes into the future, gets terms, and then goes back a hundred years. <laughs> they're talking language, and I'm going, well, you know what the writer's doing? They're you know trying to make it so authentic, and they then they and they they oh this is this is authentic. This is what it was like. This is how tough. This is how this you know. And then somebody say you know drops a phrase, and there I am using the word drops, but that's now you know drops a phrase. That you that no one in the world had ever heard. You can imagine how dumb they were in terms of language compared to now. What were they yeah, saying? Think, think how smart the people were that filmed the Titanic when it was going down, they, and yeah. saved it until until thirty years ago to make it a movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's another thing, the inter right, artistic interpretation. That's what we're seeing. We're seeing artistic interpretation. But it's driving me nuts uh, because everywhere I turn, they're, they're saying things and doing this like, no, no. Not only is it, no, I don't know. And so I think of these things. And I'm watching stuff now that I never did before. As a kid, I grew up at Westerns. I loved them, you know. And they show you a guy gets shot or this, that, and the other thing. There's nothing authentic about that. And wait a second. They're riding. Four of them are riding through a massive storm, a windstorm. First of all, one of them says, there's a tornado. Oh, is that what they called it back? Did they call it a tornado? <laughs> what, was it? what was that? You know, he could, you know, it's, it's effective if he didn't know that. How do we know he knew it was a tornado? How come he didn't say, there's tornadic activity? <laughs> But listen to this. 
they're running on their horses and the horses are moving and moving and moving. Never once did they put their hand on their head and go, oh, my hat's going to fly off. Now, <laughs> go through a tornado and they, you know that in the 1880s you could go did through Did they lose their hats? No, never. <laughs> this, the little things, these are the little things that they just let go. And I'm watching, I'm seeing them going like, well, you know, that's ridiculous. There's no explanation for that. But we just take it, you know, and then they talk, and they talk like, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. It's just driving me nuts. Something has happened. And, yeah, uh, but not everyone is astute. Then, like that's not you. astute. That's not astute. Yeah, when you were a kid. That, that watch and don't think no. twice about it. That's no, they don't. activity. And they, and you're right. And they, but that's what I mean. People accept things. Uh, sometimes, you know, it's, it's out of hand. It's one thing not to know how a car works and drive a car, you know, safely. That's one thing. But to not, you know, but when you don't know how something, or you see something that's just blatantly nuts, how did they don't catch on to it at all? At all. And um, it's over and over and over again. And I, don't, I think this, you know, artistic license only goes so far as, uh, I think it ruins it. You know, those cowboys are not. How am I going to believe anything else? I think you need to start doing a little bit more. Let me ask you something. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen a western? Listening to some <laughs> Listen, classical no, music. Have you ever seen a western where a guy stops and goes, "Oh, I better buy some more bullets." <laughs> is there a town nearby? How is it that? It's like they can't eat. They don't have money, but they have bullets. Did they give away bullets? Did the government give away bullets in those days? <laughs> the bullets are everywhere. <laughs> None of them ever, ever. Sorry, got This this belt is looking empty. If we run into some engines, as they used to call them, well, that they let them do though. Let's say, you know, they're going to start saying things. I tell you, I'm mark my word. They're going to start saying things like. And they're talking about the 1870s. They're going to start saying, we're going to run into some Native Americans and there's going to be trouble. Then I got to, it's like, come on, they don't say that. <laughs> then we're going to need, don't tell me, more bullets. <laughs> this is Catolo Chronicles. Once again, we are challenging the very existence of mankind. Because <laughs> 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 these questions I'll never answer. I can live to be 700. I'd never know this stuff. <laughs> And then you think about Aristotle walking in the cave, and he says to his, his student, he goes, there's nothing new under the sun. Can you see his student? <laughs> <laughs> and his son is sitting there going, what does his, you know, does a kid ask her anything? What do you mean? It's always going to be shadows in a cave? And he doesn't <laughs> talk like that. He talks Greek. Did he talk Greek? That's another thing. I'm telling you, I can't, I don't know where to stop and just settle on something. It's, it's nuts. Um, I, and I'm, but anyway, this is Catola Chronicles, and Gary Popel is telling us stuff we do know. So I should shut up again and come back for the Cowboy Show. I'm going to do the Cowboy Show, and we're going to put these, we're going to, we're going to really rip this apart. I don't you know, we'll probably, if we could get Taylor Sheridan, the guy who is now writing everything from Yellowstone, everything. He's writing everything. You know, I don't believe that either. It's like James Patterson, right? Did you hear about James Patterson? No. He's got, he's got 41 projects going at once. He's got a house filled with writers. And he has the audacity to put by James Patterson. And back, How many writers? He's got 41 projects. He probably has more than 41 writers working in his house, right? 
And he's done, you know, they used to say that about James A. Michener. You remember James A. Michener when he was big? Yes. Okay, so, you know, Hawaii. Just, the, he wrote Chesapeake. Uh, the Source. He wrote all these stories. I thought Chesapeake Bay or something he wrote. Hawaii? Uh, well, he wrote a lot of books, and they were gigantic. And then they found out later on that he had researchers and stuff and people helping him, helping him with sentences. Hey, freak him, you know? <laughs> I'm going to write a book that big. You know, well, you know what, James? I would be one somewhere must have been an editor somewhere who said this and got fired because he sold so many books, James. Must have said, you know, James, if you didn't start every book at the beginning of mankind, the, the story doesn't have to begin <laughs> with dinosaurs or before that, with one-celled organisms. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm doing a a book on Hawaii. Where you know, as it starts, it starts in the sea where life (laughs) developed, where they found the oh man, and then he had to call Morgan Freeman or whatever. (laughs) Jack, you know, I'm I just feel so I feel stupid, and uh, and I think that asking these questions is uh, important. Of course, I did that in school too, and I got, you know, I got. I got uh, reprimanded for it. Now, what other studies have we that? I, that where else are we going now with this? We uh, with with the pet thing. I have another study for you. Good, let's have it. We got time. Gum, come on. Are you familiar? Uh, are you Miles, familiar? Miles, def- Miles, say with me. Just write something back and say you know he's right. Where did what are you right? Miles is never going to watch a western again and not think about the bullets. <laughs> He's gonna go. Yeah, where to get all those bullets? And you notice once it, you notice that when they run out, it's always at the time when somebody's gonna shoot them. It's like, oh, what? You ran out of bullets all of a sudden, Glenn? Tell me another. Then why do they keep pulling the trigger once it's out of bullets? Hey, once in a while, count how many times they, how many bullets are coming out of it. They're wrong. <laughs> this, is, this six shooter is great. It goes twenty-three shots. Go ahead. Give me another one. Oh, are you familiar with the amygdala? No, and that's a funny word. All right. Now, there are two amygdalae Amygdalae. in in each hemisphere of your brain. And this is research that's been going on for some time, and and they recently had uh, a new study that came out that kind of really uh, supported this theory that the amygdala... Oh, it's amygdala? Did you no, say... No, not the medulla. No, the am- amygdala? Amygdala. Amygdala, that's what I meant. Okay, amyg... I spelled it wrong. I wrote it. Amygdala. D-A-L-A. Amygdala. D-A-L-A. Amygdala. Okay, go ahead. So, for the longest time, they have noticed that in people that are aggressive or people that exhibit psychopathic tendencies or people who are serial killers or mass murderers that they have a much 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 lower um, volume of amygdala in their brains and what is it a fluid what is it? so let's talk no, about it's, it's it's actually a um um not an organ, but um, 
what do they call it? It's you know you have the hippocampus and you have the oh oh it's related the, to the hippocampus. I'm right. supposed to know that. I don't. And know. the limb, it's part of the limbic system. So, but anyway, it's um you Lim- know you, oh. you, you you take a picture of someone's brain, you can see it, and what they think is that um it ha- it plays the major role in aggression and psychopathic tendencies. Okay, this the amygdala? Amygdala. So how it how it functions or right. or misfunctions plays a role. Or, well, it's actually much smaller. The amygdala in each hemisphere are much smaller in people that exhibit aggression and psychopathic tendencies than people who don't. You don't want a small amygdala. No, you don't. You don't want a small amygdala. Better you have a big brain. You don't right. want a small amygdala. That's a, a musical uh, term. I mean, it sounds musical. Right, Miles? <laughs> Miles? Miles is probably, Miles is probably sleeping. Amygdala. Right. Amygdala. Sounds like something you'd name a ship. Here comes the amygdala. Okay, I didn't know about this thing. There's probably so many things in the brain. So the brain is not a, does not have morals, correct? I mean, the brain just sends messages and does things. And if it misbehaves like this case, it doesn't care. I mean, it does, there's no care. There's, no, there's nothing moral about it, right? It doesn't say, I can't do this. This guy's going to kill about 13 people before it blows up, right? Well, the brain doesn't act like that. And yet it's well, sending messages. You know, there is a part of your brain that that is responsible for making um, good decisions. But the amygdala, if it's the maleg- the amygdala is warped, it it can, uh, what, mask that? Because it, it, it just shuts down the part that says, don't do that. Well, we're not 100% sure exactly why it's smaller mm-hmm. in in psychopaths, but, but imagine, just imagine... And, and this wasn't just in adults. This was in children also, aggressive children, adolescents, young adults. Yeah. Their amygdala is smaller. So suppose we could somehow find out why it's smaller and increase it. This, this, this explains the brain surgeons shouting out, right. In, inflate the amygdala! Inflate <laughs> the amygdala! <laughs> right? Because uh, how the... Is it a, uh, a a substance, or does it look like a? Do you know what it looks like? You said you saw it in a. Thing, it looks like a on a on an X-ray. It looks like um, like the size of like um. That's the size. A, a grape, like the size of a grape. So yeah, but it's the shape of a grape, or just the size of a yeah. grape. Okay. Yeah. Well, the, well, the pictures that I've seen now, I haven't been in someone's brain recently. No, but I'm saying what you saw. You said but, you, they was pictures. You must have seen a picture. Yeah, it's actually like a little bubble that okay. sticks up towards the center of the brain. Wow, and it's like, yeah. what is it between? Where is it? It is in the limbic system. Limbic? Which is oh. part of the, the hypothalamus is in the limbic system. Oh my God, I can't even Here's get... another thing about the amygdala. <laughs> I get lost in the department store. If, this... you get, if, you, <laughs> if people suffer brain damage... Yes. ...and their amygdala is damaged... Yeah. ...they do a complete 180 reversal in the two emotions of fear and aggression... Okay. They, in other words, fear becomes no fear, right. and, and aggression becomes past completely passive. Passive aggression. Now that I don't want to talk about that term. We've talked. I don't even get that term. It you become passive. You can't be passive aggressive because that means you're passive, right? 
No, well, it, well, it, it means <laughs> so you have episodes of both. Don't confuse me. It's like manic depressive. Well, depression, manic depression is, well, I don't know. Mania, mania and yeah. depression. Passive aggression is, 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 is aggression what? that's then not exhibited. Well, then it's not passive. It's just aggression, but you're not showing it. Uh, why would it be passive aggressive? You're paid because not. you can feel it inside of you bubbling up. Is it, that's not because of your amygdala. <laughs> just, yeah, the amygdala has a lot to do with aggression. I'm going to stop in all these. Again. Hey, you have amygdala grapes? Do you right. have? Right. They're green. Well, They're little green grapes. <laughs> Here's the thing. What? Suppose oh, I could put electrodes in your head, and whenever you feel aggressive, I just stimulate your amygdala, and you calm right down. Was that with or without permission, though? Without putting it. In the, so, like 1984. Okay, so let's just look at this as, uh, like stick figures. Your amygdala. <laughs> If you could inflate the, if the amygdala, the amygdala is too small, they found right. out that uh, you uh, you don't have fear of hurting. So you don't have fear, so you can hurt someone. You don't care about repercussions. There's nothing moral about you. So right. Not, but, you, but what about enjoying it? What is, does that make it? Does it just what? do it? Or you don't care? Why would you do it at all if you didn't enjoy it? <clears throat> or does well, that they, have nothing to do with the? What you mean? You mean be a murderer? Yeah. Well, they do enjoy it, but so then the so the amygdala is also but, controlling but, that. Where, where does that it, come from? The amygdala, the emotion of enjoyment, also controls your conscience. Well, that's moral now. That doesn't right. have anything to do with enjoying. Right. <clears throat> right? You know, it's like when you see them, when you see those shows where they sit down and they and they talk to prisoners, yeah, who have done some heinous crimes. Mm -hmm. And they describe the crimes, and they don't even wince, or wrinkle their foreheads, or stutter, or not. they just say, you know, like it's something every day. But that that doesn't that doesn't express enjoyment. Enjoyment would be if they're talking about it, going, and I took one arm. Oh, this is the best part. I took one arm, and you know, they 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 liking it. If they're just yeah, talking about it, and they're uh, and they're not saying it's anything bad. That's moral. That has nothing to do with enjoyment. Yeah, but the enjoyment came when they're committing their crimes. Yeah, but then now, when they but the, when they're talking, get off on a tangent. Yeah, but, well, it, see, everything's a tangent to me now. That's what I'm saying. I don't. Right, if the brain right. is always you working, know, have, if you've been following the case of the the four college students that were stabbed to death, I heard about that. Yeah, what do you have to say about that in terms of the, all the brains? The suspect. You know, yeah. as you're innocent till, till found guilty. Yeah, the uh, right alleged, um, the alleged killer. He um, he was actually he was a criminal justice, uh, PhD candidate. But uh, as part of his uh, area of study, he was extremely interested in what people are thinking when they're committing heinous crimes. Wow, this is getting uh, yeah. So <clears throat> somewhat fascinating. I, I don't know if he was, you know. Again, I don't want to make light of the thing because it was horrible. But but it, you know, it was like he. That's what he was interested in. And come to find out, it's like what he did. 
Well, he was so. interested in it before he did it, and then he said, "You know, I'm gonna. I'm not, this must be fun." I mean, what does he say to himself? I mean, what is what is happening in his brain that says, "Why don't you just find out?" I mean, give well, it to us in. And you in, know, and you know what? That's a good question. You know yeah. why? Why? Every time they have someone like this on the news. Now, because I'm a nobody. You know, I always tell my wife, I would love to sit down and have a cup of coffee with these people. Yeah. And and my question, not being facetious, would be, what were you thinking? Yeah. I mean, were you thinking that you were going to get away with it? Were you thinking that that it would just all disappear the next day? Were you thinking that... That it was know, reality at all? Uh, 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 um. Well, you don't yeah. think anyone asks him that? I'm sure they did. You yeah. know, he, he they found him in Pennsylvania. They put him on, you know, I think he was right near your house. They you found him in Pennsylvania. Yeah, he's the guy who lost my lawn. He's, in fact, no, I don't know him. I have no idea. And they had a flyer back to Idaho, right, on yes. a plane? Yeah. I see, and again, I would have loved to have been on that plane talking to him. I, me I mean, too. I find that extremely interesting. Yes, I'd want to ask him what What are you What were you thinking? I mean, what What is the whole purpose of all of this? Well, here I'm what? asking you because you do all these studies, you read all these things. Isn't there someone who uh, asked someone else why? Did anyone ask Jeffrey Dahmer why that precise way of murder uh, was wanted to be his lifestyle? Did he? Yeah, did but you, you know, the thing is, during the trial and all that, they deny everything. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite um, murderers is um, Jody Arias. Who? <laughs> Who? Jody Arias. <clears throat> and? I don't know the name. Okay. Well, she stabbed her boyfriend 47 times or something while he was in the shower and then shot him in the head with a gun. And... And she took pictures of all the stuff after she did it. And then she took the little memory chip out of the camera and threw it into the washing machine. And they found it in the washing machine. They found all the pictures. And I, again, I'm thinking, what? why would you do that? Yeah, a process that she thought was what you do, right? How about the? How about the? Hey, you know what? You know what's fascinating to me. Wait, you go. But the simplest thing is what I want to know, and that is this: forty-seven stabs isn't enough. She has to shoot him in the head. Right. What because is that he, all about? He was still he was still mobile, according to you know I wasn't there, oh, but blame. I'm just right. according to what I've heard. Yeah. And he was, and so she ran into the bedroom or whatever, knew he had a gun there, and got the gun and shot him in the head because he was still moving. She knew she could kill him by shooting him in the head, but she didn't shoot him in the head in the first place. No. Nope. This, see, this is you know, and she does not know how a car works either. And I she doesn't know anything you. about. How many stars there are? Yeah. Or, well, nobody knows that, but we know there's too many. But let's put this. You don't know how many flakes are in a cornflakes box. Does anyone know? Does it matter? How do they know to put no, that? But about? I, it's yeah. weight. It's weight. That's what they do. Weight. <laughs> it's the weight. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Jody. About, do this, you know how many ears of corn they usually get off of each stalk? Well, that, that was, I know, I do know, because the pirates used to sell corn. Did you know that? Pirates? The who? P 
pirates, you know, the like, uh, you know, cat no, and kid. I didn't know that. You know, I yeah, they know, used but... to sell corn. They sold it for a buck an ear. <laughs> uh, we're exchanging knowledge and uh, theories and thoughts how here on jokes. How many ears of corn do they get off of each stalk? How many, uh, how many ears of corn do they get off of each? You know, this, you know they grow it right next to me. Right. The field right next to me is a cornfield. Right. And, and, when my, and when Ray, my youngest son, was a little boy and he saw all the cows together, he said, what's that? And I said, McDonald's. <laughs> so listen, uh, tell me how many stalks Oh, how many corn? How many ears grow on a stalk? On a stalk? Yeah, when they when when the corn is full grown, well, and they go to to reap the corn. I don't. You see, I don't. How many know. ears do they have on each stalk? I don't know. Mm, there would, are no. There's no ears on a stalk, right? Is that what you're gonna say? No, there there are exceptions, but it's what? usually one. One one uh one corn one ear a stalk per stalk. Yes. Yes. One year, you think I'd know that? Looking outside and seeing stalks. Right. You know well, why? Tomorrow, I want you to go out there. Yeah, it's not. They're not growing now. It's and winter. Take a random sample. But you know anything about farming? It's winter. I don't know about farming either. <laughs> Imagine me as a farmer. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Go out. But listen, when your son came over, mm -hmm. and and um, he didn't tell you any secrets, did he? My son, tell me secrets? Why? Yeah, because there's an awful lot of ears around. Because there's an awful lot of ears around. I think after I said the buccaneer joke, you should have not. Yeah, we should drop around. that. Right. Okay. You, you know, know what but, you call but, a woman that helps people cross the river? I, what? Bridget. Hey, others, others smaller. Are, are, if, if the corn has eeny weeny. <laughs> little, uh, uh, little niblets on it. Is it a? Is that a sergeant? <laughs> this is Octola Chronicles, and you know we 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 and uh, and we're uh, <laughs> we're talking tonight to Miles and Trinity. Hey, where's Trinity? <laughs> where's Trinity? You know, every time you hear, you know, you grow up a Catholic, what do you hear? You hear Trinity. I go, here, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. I guess that's what I, uh, where's Trinity? Why would they name someone Trinity? She's only one. She's one person. Trinity is three. It means three. Why would the name Trinity be, see what I, here I go. Look, uh, so this thing, let's get back to this, uh, uh, Armageddon. Amygdala. I said the wrong syllable. I had it on. Amygdala. Let's get back to the amygdala. Uh, they know, always knew this was there, or did they find it and name it? When? How? Where did this come from? Why do I not know about an amygdala at all? Well, uh, you're, have you ever heard of Google? Oh, okay. You Google it, and it tells you a little bit about it. Or, this is a good time for this. Don't forget, friends, Wikipedia. Give them a couple of bucks, will you? You're all using it for nothing. This, this is a good place. Do you know? You know what happened, right? You heard me. Talk about that. I, I caught the yeah. the end of it. Well, they gave I gave them. I decided over the holiday to give them ten dollars. That's all. Say here, you know, ten dollars. I got a beautiful letter back. I got a thing. It's a that wonderful how they treated me for giving them just ten bucks. Really? That's what. Yeah, and I'm going. I felt good. And here I'm feeling bad. Like what? Can, how can I support? 
Well, you know, a whole bunch of people giving 10 bucks, you know, a little here, a little, a couple of quarters here, a couple of quarters there. Before you know it, you're talking about real money. So that's the idea. Give to Wikipedia, everyone out there, okay? It's a good place. Don't let it ever be your only source, but make it be one of the three sources you look up and give them some money because they're there for nothing, okay? They do it for nothing. You have plenty of nothing as it is on the interweb, although uh, it's some stuff talk cost too much and you shouldn't do it but in any event in all events and certainly in this event you're talking you're listening to gary dr gary popley who teaches at stevenson university stevenson university named after of course the very famous adlai stevenson who ran for president and lost is it no it's just located in stevenson maryland what Stevenson? What is? Why is it named Steve? And you know, I don't even know why Grantville is named Grantville. Is it? You know, I don't know these things. It's because of Carrie. Who? Carrie. Grant. Oh, I should have known that. I met Carrie Grant, and I was speechless. You did? Yeah, I was speechless. Did you, Did you carry him? The he was the only. You know, that's the old Tonto joke. But let's not get into that. Did you carry Grant? No, I didn't carry Grant. All right. Um. So this thing, um, the amygdala. All right. Have All they right. have? Do they have a way, or do they have a theory on how to make it uh, larger? Yet? Not that I know. Not that I know of yet. Although I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I I don't read every single solitary article to the you know to the point where I understand all the neuroscience and how they would do all this. But but that I would I could probably ask the author. Of the article. Well, you know, if you're interested, that's fine. But the point is, right. uh, because you know that that's like the if they, if it's true, and if it continues to pass all the tests of uh, right of uh, statistically being true, right? Because we right. don't we don't know that it's got to, what percentage uh, is accepted in terms of studies like that. Uh, not a, uh, I mean, because you don't ever get a, level. Yeah, the, the acceptance in psychology is the probability level. Yeah, that your your results could have occurred by chance has to be less than than five out of a hundred. That's what I wanted to know. Okay, five yeah. out of a hundred. P less than oh five. So that's uh, right. Uh, let me see, less than five odds. That's almost. Uh, that's uh, whoa. That's twenty to one. That's worse than twenty to one. But anyway, you okay. know. And here, but here's the here's here's there. There's a problem with that. What? Suppose you do a study uh, for $80 million and you find out some of the most unbelievable things that people have ever heard of. And when you analyze the data, P equals 0.06. Oh, if it's only one off, right? Right. Yeah. Then it gets put into the file cabinet and nobody publishes it. So, so they're married to that number. Right. right. I guess you have to be. What are you going to do, mm-hmm. right? I mean, well... You have to have a cutoff, but you know what I tell my students if they're listening? That, you know, when, you, when you're going to do an experiment, some study, and you have a hypothesis, you know, the hypothesis comes first before, you know, there's something called harking, a, a hypothesis after the results are known. Mm. But you can't go back and change your hypothesis. But you come up with a hypothesis. Then you do a study in order to see whether or not your it supports your hypothesis or it refutes your hypothesis. Right. Now, if it doesn't support your hypothesis, doesn't that tell you as much as it does if it supported your hypothesis? 
Wait, 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 I gotta it get this tells one. you that you were wrong. So wait a second. Let me let me get this one. So if so it doesn't, it's, it's probably more towards the opposite of what you thought it was. So, but nobody will publish that because it refutes the hypothesis. And, but refutes. a hypothesis isn't exact anyway. It's a hypothesis. But the very definition is this is the most thing we could probably say. It's still probable, right? Well, it, it's it's your prediction. Most likely. It's your prediction of what's uh, going to happen. Okay. Right. Yeah. You know, when I drop this this ball, it's going to fall to the ground. Right. That's my hypothesis. And the reason I make that is because I have a theory that that gravity exists everywhere, and when I drop it, it's going to fall. Now I do a study, and I find out when I drop the ball, it floated upward. Well, that tells me a lot. Well, you know, you know, the the subject of gravity is at the center of the uh, our universe. Uh, uh, a documentary, and Morgan Freeman told me. <laughs> I yeah. think he's personally talking to me. He told me, you know, gravity is the thing that keeps all obviously that keeps all things together, and we don't we have no idea how that force, uh, how powerful that force is. That's why black holes are considered uh, amazing because the, the gravity is so thick, if that's the word for it, so heavy inside of a black hole that it corrupts everything, the body itself. I mean, everything, nothing can get out. So that's like, a, that's like as if gravity was so strong that uh, it kept, didn't just keep us on the ground. It cemented us to the ground. Yeah. And we couldn't move. But, now, I'm going to ask you one question. Only one? Oh, boy. I want you to picture the Earth. Okay. To the people at the South Pole walk upside down of course all right there you go right that's it's perfect no because the whole concept of upside down is the concept of upside down would mean that to them we walk upside down right so that, that it, so it's like the idea that anyone's walking upside down is ridiculous because we know because our concept of walking upside down is not walking right side up which is, which is how we do it yeah but 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 picture this <clears throat> You have a ball, a beach ball. Yeah. And you have two of those little green army, army, men. Um, yeah. Army men. <clears throat> you put super glue on the one and you, and you, you glue it on the top of the ball. Right. When you go to glue the one on the bottom of the ball, it's upside down. You mean the first one is upside down? No, the because first have, one is standing straight up. Yeah, but you have to turn it around and then that, and then to put the next one on and then he's right side up. Right, and the other one's upside down. Well, yeah, because our concept is feet on the bottom and head on the top. Right. So, so. Well, that's are a question. They upside down. Well, first of all, Green Army men don't walk. They have a platform. <laughs> I this, I understand what you're saying, but uh, but what? No, I don't think anybody walks upside down in their own spot in the world if we and that because you know why if if that meant that i go if i go to the south pole and i'm and i'm like i'm not standing upside down i don't have the perspective i'm standing right side up so obviously i'm not standing upside down well then why when you flush a toilet in the lower hemisphere it goes in a different direction it doesn't that is a myth 
It is? That is a myth. And it was recently, yes, you look it up. It's um, not no, I believe true. You. It, did Morgan Freeman tell you that? No, but I found out somewhere, and they said I found out from another scientist or somewhere. I said, and they said, you know that old myth about, you know, it, it goes the wrong way. And I don't. It's, no, it's not true. Not okay. true. Not true. <clears throat> now, if that's misinformation, my God, am I lost? Then I'm going to start believing that cowboys think- could manufacture their own bullets. Don't the people on the side of the earth walk sideways? Maybe that's why they say, I'm shitting bullets, you know. <laughs> that's where they come at people. Maybe cowboys could produce in their feces <laughs> harmful ammunition. <laughs> and then I'd go to Dr. Fortenstein and he'd do a stool sample and he'd go, this is, it's this dangerous ammunition you have here. I'm uh I don't know what my armagedalas and are doing. If they studied my amygdala, amygdala, if they studied my amygdala, you know. Right, but you're uh, not aggressive. I am in certain ways. I mean, we all yeah, have but, certain aggressions, but no, no, not in, not as a general, no, no. But I'm never passive aggressive because if I'm aggressive, I'm going. If I'm not aggressive, I'm not passive aggressive. I'm just passive. Period. Is it raining at your house? You know, this all goes back to the liquid water argument, which I started when this show began. And I talked to scientists and I talked to people from NASA that I knew and they laugh at me. You're laughing at me. You're calling liquid water and you're laughing at me? How am I supposed to? That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And let me ask you something else. Hold it. You saw the Godfather, right? Is it raining at your house? I don't know. No, not in my house. It's I don't. I don't. It's not raining. You know why I ask that? I was before you before I came on the air. I was watching Penn National. Yeah, and it was raining. It was. It was the whole track was. It must have been pouring. I know. Yeah, it must have been pouring. It must have rained. Uh, I know that we had. I woke. We woke up. uh, Was it yesterday morning? And there was a beautiful blanket of snow. and it kept snowing, but then it stopped. You know, it turned the next morning. It was nothing. So right. it got hotter. But uh, uh, here's what I, I want to know. Uh, and I believe in speculative fiction. Uh, it makes sense in, in the context of drama. But, but I still want to know how they got that horse's head into that guy's bedroom without waking him up in The Godfather. How did they do that? Did they give him a drug? Did they, yeah, uh, they drugged them. They shot them with see? one of those syringes that they used to. But they, to yeah, but it's speculative. See, we but, and we accept it. We accept it. They got in there with the horses. By the way, you imagine how sloppy that must have been. Wasn't there anyone else in the house? Hello, argument. The waiter. I'm not the waiter. The uh, you know one of the maids. Uh, are these two guys with the horses? Is that real? Are they? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Just crazy stuff that we do, you know. <laughs> Speculation is is part, but but when it comes to actual life and living, I know that things are going on. I'll never know and what have you. But I I appreciate the fact that there are people out there like you doing these things and coming up with this stuff. And I like to hear it, even though it spawns a million more questions to me. You know. Don't, uh, here's what when we when we get off the air, I want you to Google what? the amygdala. I am. I wrote it down. A M E G D 
G-A-M? No, no. A-M-Y-G. Why? Oh, no. I can wait. How am I getting out? A-M-Y-G-G-A-L-A. D-A-L-A. Yeah. Amygdala. I love now, this. Now, look, I, I have one more study for you. I took it. We got time. Go ahead. Amygdala. You're going to love this study because I know it's almost time to go. Yeah, almost. Go ahead. Do you know what? Have you ever heard of the, of the expression theory of mind? Uh, maybe, but not, you know. Okay. Not, not this is a developmental psychology term. Theory of mind. I've heard of theory school of, of mind. mind. And okay. what it actually means is, and they say that children around the age of five or so develop a theory of mind. Okay. And what it is is that, for lack of a better expression, putting yourself in someone else's shoes. Knowing that someone has emotions that are different from yours. Um, being empathetic towards okay. other people, right? Uh, okay. So they did this study, and they did it across 57 countries. Wow. And in 36 of the countries, females were statistically significantly higher than males in theory of mind or empathy and females are much more empathetic than males are you win trinity what do you think of that i like i you know what that doesn't i don't why that doesn't surprise me because of how we grew up uh, as you know as either one of the sexes right, right. Be because you knew right. right you don't hear of uh, you don't hear of anyone Who's like gone uh, saying things like, "Yeah, my mother was. My mother used to beat my father." Have you noticed? I don't ever remember those, you know, uh, things like that because the woman was the feminine, and you know, and the man wore the fedora hat. <laughs> you know, where's <laughs> and my the hat? Caveat. Where's my hat? Uh, so yeah, that, so the roles, and those roles were universal in certain ways, more so than not, right? As civilization. Uh, 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 developed you know i mean yeah um, but but here's the here's but, the, so i'm thinking that yeah were you telling me that a woman would be i would just say right off the bat you don't have to do a study i would go i, I guess that in most, most cultures a woman would be more learn uh to be empathetic uh yeah you know yeah but studying it shows something now with these these were people from oh you did just 36 countries so that's 36 a lot six out of 57 it's a lot of cultures and you know we're seeing we understand more today about uh, suppression if that's the correct uh, not I, mean, I guess sometimes I get repression uh, and suppression confused you know um, but uh, you know we're seeing things like uh, people have uh, you know look at all the women in Iran huh, right they, right I mean they're that's an aggressive almost you know masculine thing right because the men goes out and they revolt right right and yet here's there are the women going uh, uh, going out uh, because they have it in them we know they have it in them we know they're strong and everything but society certain societies have kept them suppressed right and repressed can you be suppressed and repressed yeah i guess so i don't know i think that's uh i think that's a wonderful study 36, how long does it take? Listen to me right now. How long does it take to do a study in 36 countries? Of I don't how, know. How I, many I people? Should looked, I should have looked that up. I should have looked that up. Yeah, and how many people are, is that? Are that? Is that? Uh, hold on, let me see something here. Um, um, let's see how long it took. 
That would be uh, fascinating. To me, and I'm sure to Miles. There are are a total of 305,726 participants. That's a lot of people. That is. It is. But let me see. It doesn't say exactly. I can't find exactly how long it took them to do this. I guess they wouldn't. But. That's all big job. It says the on average sex difference was seen across the lifespan from ages 16 to 70. 70, uh-huh. which of course is five years after being an adult, a senior, <laughs> because now it's uh, it's 65 for some reason. <laughs> and you know what? And you know what? Regardless of the age, the uh, life insurance will cost you nine ninety five. That's all. Yeah, but let me ask you this. <laughs> If I were to look at your car and I said I've seen your car, yeah, that's different than senior. Yeah, because senior is two words, right? Right. And in Spanish, it means Mister. We all say senior, especially in Spain. (laughs) (laughs) Unless what was the saying about the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane. Gently on the plane. Is it gently or mainly? And did they have? And how come they said that when they didn't have planes? They didn't have planes when when they were when he was teaching uh, Miss Doolittle to be uh, right. There were no planes. What was he talking about? She didn't know what he was talking about, right? Because she was lived on the street. You know, there was a study that that I read, and I, I think I have it here, and I, I can't get into it. It's too too late. But it's funny that you say that. It was about how people. Um, comprehend language when some of the words are exactly the same. Is there a study? Yeah. Oh, do that next time. Book that time now. Book it now. Come back in October and do that. October? <laughs> What's not? February. I don't even know what it is. I get it. Come back in February. Well, that was kind. Hey, come back in October, will you? Uh, uh, don't be a stranger. Uh, Feb- come back in February. Let's look into that t- more deeply. Or deeply, or deeper, I should say. Instead of saying more I might, deeply, I might, it's I might, deeper. Um, send you an email. About what? When you can do it? When you can come on again? No, I'm going to send you one now so you can read it. I can't look at my email right now. I might, my, my, my. No, no, no. I don't want you to read it oh. now. I want you to read it, you know, next week when you get a chance. And then, and then we're going to talk about it on the air. And then we can talk about it. Oh, okay. That yeah, great. Send me whatever, whatever that How's is. How's that sound? That sounds great. Uh, okay. That is a that is right up my alley, and there's another. That's a euphem. Is that a euphemism? It's yeah. right up my alley. We get to about, we did a whole show on euphemisms a while back. Yeah, but if you say it when you're older, you, it's not a euphemism. You God, I got that confused. Right. One of these days, we're gonna put you on a. Pa- I want my old uh, uh, old. He's old now too. I'm gonna have you on when we have my old uh, uh, partner, business partner, and musician partner on uh, and uh, he's got a great sense of humor and he's into and he and he's fascinated by all this stuff and uh i think it would be great to have uh him on with us how about that okay okay now what about miles and trinity when are they coming on um they're probably <laughs> sleeping now really what time yeah, you, friend... you know what we should have them on one night yeah why not right. we can have a and panel we can ask them questions about you know how they're getting along and how everything is and then they're gonna say what skype we'd use zoom we use Skype. We use Zoom. 
you know, people, someone, they, people say, just send me a ca- just send the money through your cash app. I don't have a cash app. Okay. It's like all these things now. People do everything on their phone. It's it's outrageous. I, I still write checks to certain people. What the heck is Venmo? Yeah. Oh, Venmo is kind of like a YouTube. It has all sorts of uh, things on it, and you you know. No, I don't have it. You can get it. It's free. Oh, Venmo. No, but I'm, you know, the, uh, you know, I was telling my students the other day. I don't have Facebook. I don't have Twitter. I don't have this. I don't. I don't have any of them. You know why? Yeah. I don't feel like opening them up and checking them. Yeah, you don't have I'm to. I'm not interested. It's not part of the deal. They don't take it away from you if you don't look at it. But if you're not going to look at it, why you have it? Right. I, I, right. That's why I don't have it. Yeah, uh, I know. Fine, right. fine. I'm not going to, you know, it's just one. Be, people are growing up with this technology and it's like stuff we grew up with that we had to have, whatever that might have been. Everything from a hula hoop to uh, what? To skates, I guess. I don't know. Uh, to, yeah. you know. Roller so, skates. And as you said, you would call that something. You would call it the cultural, uh, uh, the erigmalata the, the um, that is connected to the uh, tension verb uh, and, the, uh, and, and the tension vibrator of the neuro vibration. <laughs> Do you remember when we used to have to put our skates on and we had a key? Yeah. That would turn the front. What was that all about? Why did that they was make to press key? it up against the shoe so they wouldn't fall off? Right, because they, they couldn't figure out how to do it. Right, right. Next thing they said, why don't we just tape. and then some guy he said, why don't we just make a boot and put wheels on it? Where right. the hell? And then they go, where have you been? One person <laughs> had to think of that. Oh, it goes on and on and on. The uh, the uh, the misanthrope of. <laughs> of how things develop and what they are, right? There's always one person who comes along and says, hey, why don't you do this? And then it's like, what? Right? A billion people couldn't do it. I love talking to you. We should do, you know what? If we had a sponsor, we could just do a podcast because nobody seems to care about live. <laughs> All right. Oh, I don't. All you got to do is call me. I, know. I know we'll be in touch. Uh, no matter how long it is, it's always too long. And no matter how much we talk, it's like we talked yesterday. Right. Right. Let me know when you're coming down here. I well, You know, my son, wait a second. Hold on a second. I just want you to remember this. If you don't, I told you my son. He's at Rosecroft. Yes. He, yes. He would last week. He was at Freehold. And he goes back to Freehold, and uh, but yeah, he he might uh, he well, might be at Rosecroft. Well, when he when he when he is, would you just text me and I'll listen to him? Yes, I will do that, and yeah, uh, or, uh, sure. wherever because you can hear it on there, and uh, you know maybe uh, you know we'll see each other. Or something yeah, like that. yeah. All right. You stay well and uh, keep the All family right, well. You too, buddy. Say hello to the wife for me. The and and uh, to Miles and Trinity tomorrow. Say hello and uh, all right. I'll, I'll tell them. We'll be with you. <laughs> Take All right, it easy. see you later. The doctor has left the building. <laughs> later. Boop. There goes Gary. Boop. Cat, what am I doing here? Oh, I'm getting ready to do I'm not leaving without these diamonds. Diamonds? I'm just here for the stains. Right, what do you want, Frank? Hey, Frank, shut the fuck up. Shut up, Frank. I'm going to, yeah. Hey, everybody, <laughs> shut the hell up. It's Frank time. It's Frank time. Holy shit. I think that's Frank. Yeah. Frank, what are you doing? Frank, you disgust me. Frank, it's me, your brother. Yeah. Well, I did not know Frank has brothers. No one knew.
Frank, you could have possibly thought this was a good idea. I tried it's again. It's the Frank Show. What? If you have a problem with that, then fuck you. Frank, help me in roasting this world without you. Frank, where the fuck have you been? I'm if you don't listen to Frank, then what are you been listening to? I, I really need you, Frank. Frank, we need you now more than ever. I Frank, love Frank. Will you just please get back to the show already? <laughs> yeah, I love that there's both sides of the story there. The haters and the lovers. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Well, my name is Frank Atolo, the man whose name adjoins the title of the show, and we'll be looking out. Gary Popoli, thank you. Um, I guess you can Google him if you want, and you can uh, go get my books. And buy books. Be good. And, uh, or, no, you know, don't. Don't worry about getting better. It's too stressful. Be the person that is you. And let yourself go. Good night, Mrs. Ernstweil. Wherever you may be located. And uh, to the rest of you, including you, Jessica, Catherine, we'll be in touch. Come back next time on Catolo Chronicles. And go to Juiced Talk. If you want to share these shows, they're archived there. I said goodnight to Mrs. Ernstweil, right? And I said uh, I said everything, so now I have nothing more to say. <laughs> <laughs>